your business is your baby, right? Like that's how entrepreneurs look at it. And giving someone else a, an opportunity to, to to work on your baby can sometimes be nerve wracking. And so you get into these bad habits like, oh, I can just do it faster myself or only I can do this. And there's this great quote by, from Alex Sharfin, who is a, a partner with FreeUp. And, and he said, hey, if you think that you're the only person that can do what you do in your business, I have news for you. You're not that special. Your inner voice has been drowned out by the noise around you, but you've always had a deep desire to make a difference. And now you're ready to step into your greatness and develop the identity you need to build towards your ultimate goal. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast, making the world a better place by unleashing human potential. We'll help you create your own reality by increasing your self-awareness, cultivating an unstoppable mindset, and finally finding the passion, purpose, and true self so that you can live the life you are always destined to live. Now, welcome your host, a lifelong learner and growth mindset savant, a former architect turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Tibor Notch. What is up, Mindset Nation? Welcome back to the Mindset Horizon podcast. I am immensely grateful for each and every one of you who tuned into this podcast today, the Mindset Horizon podcast. And if you feel like you're getting value out of these conversations, I would highly encourage you to join the Mindset Nation Facebook group, a global community of Mindset Horizon, where I'm there every single day to support you, to answer your questions, either if it's connected to the podcast episode topics, or if it's connected to your goals and aspirations in life and business, I am there to support you for free every single day. You can join the Mindset Nation community at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash Mindset Nation. Once again, MindsetHorizon.com forward slash Mindset Nation, or simply go to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, and in the main menu on the top of the site, you will find a button that says Mindset Nation. And there you can join the global community of like-minded listeners. I'm super excited to welcome you and connect with you in the Facebook group. And now let me introduce today's guest. So my guest today is Nathan Hirsch, who is an entrepreneur and expert in remote hiring and e-commerce. Most recently, Nathan co-founded FreeUp.com in 2015 with an initial $5,000 investment, scaled it to $12 million per year in revenue, and was then acquired in 2019. Today, Nathan is the co-founder of Outsource School, a company working to educate entrepreneurs on how to effectively hire and scale with virtual assistants through in-depth courses. Nathan has appeared on 300-plus podcasts, is a social media personality, and loves sharing advice on scaling remote businesses. At the beginning of today's episode, we talk about Nathan's entrepreneurial journey and how he built a vitally successful eight-figure business by leveraging virtual stuff. He also shares a mindset tip that contributed most to his success as an entrepreneur. In the middle of the episode, we talk about the benefits of having a virtual team and what holds entrepreneurs back from outsourcing. Nathan also shares tips and tools that you can use when it comes to training virtual assistants. Closer to the end of this episode, we talk about the so-called podcast outreach formula, content marketing, and lead generation. In the end, Nathan recommends super amazing books to the listeners. If you want to find out more about today's guest and check out the free resources, book recommendations, and detailed show notes, simply head over to our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. 
You can also use the search bar on our website where you can simply type in Nathan Hirsch to find the episode's show notes page. And so Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's welcome today's incredible guest. Hi, Nathan, and welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be very helpful, uh, the topics that we are going to cover today. Uh, how to scale businesses with virtual team, virtual assistants, and all that jazz. And I think we have a lot to learn from you, from your entrepreneurial journey. And therefore, I wanted to start a conversation with your entrepreneurial journey, focusing on with uh, focusing on your experiences, you know, of uh, scaling businesses to eight figures and beyond, and your experiences with build, building virtual teams and working with virtual stuff. Cool. Yeah. I mean, growing up, my parents were both teachers. So I, I grew up with the mentality that I was going to go to school, get a real job, work for 30 years, and, and that was going to be my life, and then retire. And And my parents always used to make me get these summer jobs where I was working 40, 50 hours a week. I worked at errands, worked at this meat company um, or this meat store, uh, worked at this uh, at Firestone, which is tires. And, and I mm-hmm. learned so much about business and marketing and, and what goes into it. But I also, <laughs> I, I learned that I just hated having a boss. So by the time I got to college, I really looked at college as a ticking clock. I had four years to start my own business or I had already gotten a sneak peek into what the real world was like. And I, di- I didn't like it at all. So I started hustling and buying and selling people's textbooks, competing with my school bookstore to the point where I actually got a cease and desist letter from my college telling me to knock it off because I was stealing too much of their business. (laughs) So from there, I I didn't want to get kicked out of school. So I pivoted and I'd sold some of these books on Amazon and I always wanted, uh, I, I always thought it was so cool to just have like this 24 7 storefront and selling products online. I just had to figure out mm. what to sell besides books. So I did a ton of trial and error. And, and we're talking like six months to a year of just trying every possible product that I was familiar with, failing over and over and over um, with sporting equipment and video games and computers. And then I came across baby products. And that's when my life really changed. I, I got really good at. Selling and drop shipping uh, baby products on Amazon. I didn't even know it was called drop shipping at the time. And wow. this business scaled, and I was selling millions of dollars out of my college dorm room. And I had to start hiring people. Well, hiring college kids was super unreliable. They were really letting me down. They were oversleeping. They were smoking weed and drinking on the job. And and so, <laughs> I, a friend of mine told me about the remote hiring world. The the Upworks that back then it was called Odesk. And so I hired my first VA and that was an experience. My first VA was actually really good. The VAs afterwards were not. And I learned over the next few years how to have really good systems and processes, building a good interview and onboarding and training process and managing process for VAs. And a lot of what we teach at Outsource School now. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also just hated that platform and, and I wanted something better, something faster. So Finally, I said, you know what? I'll build my own marketplace free up where we'll pre-vet VAs before we even let them on the platform. We'll match people up quickly. We'll have great support, no turnover protection. If someone quits, we'll cover replacement costs. And we just took this to market. And we didn't know anything about marketing because with Amazon, I mean, I I learned a little of my internships, but that was outdated by then. And with Amazon, I mean, you didn't have to market. You pay them their 15% and they get you the sale. So 
we learned a lot about organic marketing and, and affiliates and content and podcast and, and partnerships. And I'm sure we'll talk more about that. And, and we sent it, ended up scaling that for four years, getting it to over eight figures by, by year four. And we ended up being acquired by one of our clients last year at the end of 2019, which is a whole nother story we can dive into um, if you want to. And then from there, when we sold it, people started asking us if we could teach them our exact systems, our exact processes. And that's when we had the idea for my new venture, Outsource School, which provides education on our exact systems, processes, SOPs, and also has an SOP building software um, that we just launched that our members get access to as well. So that's a short version from books to baby products to free up to, to now Outsource School. Wow, man, that's really incredible. And thank you so much for sharing that. It's an honor to have you on the show. And uh, wow, what a journey, right? So you were born as an entrepreneur almost, I would say so. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, I think about aspiring entrepreneurs because and when I think about them, I think about mindset, for example. So before we go on to uh, outsource school and all those uh, very exciting topics, I wanted to ask you about mindset. So when it comes to mindset, you know, looking back at your story as an entrepreneur, what are some of the doubts or fears that you had and how did you overcome those from a mindset perspective? So what were your, some of your experiences? So I tend to be a low risk entrepreneur and I know that that kind of sounds like an oxymoron, mm-hmm. but I mean, I've started three businesses with, with less than $5,000. When I was starting my Amazon business, I was still in college. I was still getting my college degree. I have a degree hanging on the wall that I've never used, but I always felt like I had a backup plan. So for me, I, my mentality was always that I was kind of playing with house money where if I fail, I can always go out and get a job, although I don't want to do that. If any of my business ideas don't work out, I don't really lose that much money. Obviously, there, there's other risks as well. Um, but I, I try to make everything as low risk as you can do. Um, so that's part of it. I mean, I've had plenty of failures. I had a situation where I went on vacation at my year two of my Amazon business. <clears throat> and one of my my biggest vendor dropped me and my best employee quit on me on the same day. And that was devastating. So I think that part of it was just being able to say, okay, bad things happen when they do. Let's look and gather all the information. Let's come up with a plan of action. Let's execute it and, and, and let's overcome it so that there's really no more highs and lows of being an entrepreneur. When you're high you're, you're, and things are going well, you're, you're staying focused and you're like, hey, wait, something could happen. Let's make sure that, that we're focused. And then when things are going poorly, you don't think the world's going to end. You look at it as a problem that that just needs to, to be solved. And I think the other mindset thing, and this kind of happened to me early on because I was a single college guy selling baby products on Amazon, is it, just not caring what people think about you. I mean, early on, I got a lot of weird looks. People didn't even know what Amazon was. People thought I was running a scam. And, and for, I think that made me just flip that switch early where, hey, if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, then I just have to have thick skin and not care what anyone thinks. And and, and mm-hmm. I think that's something that, that kind of helped me down the line as well. Wow. Wow. I think that's a, that's an amazing example because, you know, based on the conversations that I had with people and my experiences, like the fear of what other people think of you, like that's one of the biggest fears a lot of people face when it comes to putting yourself out there online or wherever it is. But that's kind of like a huge fear. Uh, what will people think of me? Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, let's dive into outsource school a little bit. 
And before we do, um, so you have a program or a course, it's called Cracking the VA Code. Talk to us a little bit more about your experiences with, you know, building a virtual team um, from an entrepreneurial point of view. Like, what did it allow you to do versus not having a virtual team or having a team? Yeah, so I actually opened up an office uh, around year five of my Amazon business and it ended up being one of the worst business decisions I ever made. I mean, I added overhead to a business that that didn't need it. I took all these people that were really happy to be working remote and made them come into an office. It led to like drama and stuff that you don't really deal with in the remote culture. Uh, I think personally, I'm just better at, at working remote. And, and I also felt like I created a nine to five job for myself that I had to come into the office every day, which kind of got rid of everything that I had worked hard for in terms of flexibility. But when I remember when my buddy told me about VAs and I started to learn about it and talk to VAs, I just thought mm -hmm. it was incredible the amount of flexibility that it gives you as an entrepreneur. I mean, if you go back 10 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever it is, you had to hire people full-time. You had needed an office to put them into and, and, and you really could, were limited to the people in your town and maybe the towns around you. But now you can hire people from all over the world, part-time, full-time, project-based, different skill sets, different price points. And every entrepreneur can construct a team that actually makes sense for their business and is scalable for their business. I mean, when we started FreeUp, we hired a, a part-time virtual assistant and then we increased them to full-time and then we hired a second mm -hmm. one, even with outsource mm -hmm. school. I mean, just mm -hmm. because we sold a company doesn't mean that every idea we come up with going forward is going to be a good one. So it allowed us to, instead of just hiring a bunch of people full-time, to hire a bookkeeper, hire an executive assistant, both part-time, help us get this idea off the ground, help us launch our first course. And then once we we proved the concept, then we could hire more. And now we have a whole VA team. And I think mm. the, the power of hiring is something that entrepreneurs just don't take seriously enough. Everyone's focused on either understanding the numbers or, or learning marketing tactics or branding or, or whatever it is. And they don't realize that hiring is the key to everything. If you can't hire, you cannot scale. There's very few $1 million, $5 million a year entrepreneurs out there. And it's never been a better time to hire because you have access to remote agencies, remote experts, remote virtual assistants, remote freelancers, specialists. Like You have all this stuff at your disposal that you can use but even if you find a really good VA, like you can go to free up and get a great VA. If you don't know what to do after the fact, if you don't have a good process for interviewing, onboarding, training, and managing, it doesn't mm -hmm. do you that much good. And it took us years to develop these systems, these processes. And that's what our initial course, Cracking the VA Code, teaches you. We give you processes that are proven that you can plug into your business very quickly. It's not rocket science. And then we also give you a one-year membership so you get access to our software and every other course and every other playbook that we have. Wow, that's amazing. And as far as I know, there's also a community, so uh, there's a huge support. But um, getting back to these pain points, like what are some of the things that entrepreneurs struggle with when it comes to outsourcing? You know, maybe also from a mindset perspective, why don't they do? Maybe they know that they should, but they don't do. So what are some of the struggles that they are facing? Yeah, I think from a mindset perspective, your business is your baby, right? Like that's how entrepreneurs look at it. And giving someone else a, an opportunity to, to to work on your baby can sometimes be nerve wracking. And so you get into these bad habits like, oh, I can just do it faster myself or only I can do this. And there's this great quote by, from Alex Sharfin, who is a, a partner with FreeUp. And, and he said, hey, if you think that you're the only person that can do what you do in your business, I have news for you. You're not that special. 
and I always thought that's a great quote because it's so true. Entrepreneurs just think that they're the only one that can run their business and they don't realize that it leads to burnout and stress and it can hurt relationships mm-hmm. outside of business. And on top of that, good luck selling your business or, or, or creating a lifestyle business if you're the one that does everything or even taking a vacation. What is up, Mindset Nation? I hope you guys are enjoying today's episode and we're going to get back to this conversation very soon after thanking to our sponsors. I'm immensely grateful for each and every one of you who tuned into this podcast today, the Mindset Horizon podcast. And if you feel like you're getting value out of these conversations and want to learn more about mindset, entrepreneurship, or podcasting, or simply you want to hang out with other like-minded listeners, I would highly encourage you to join the Mindset Nation Facebook group, a global community of Mindset Horizon, where I'm there every single day to answer your questions, either if it's connected to the podcast episode topics, or if it's connected to your goals and aspirations in life and business, I am there to support you for free every single day. On top of all that, I go live every Thursday for at least 30 minutes so that we can get to know each other even more. I can answer your questions or teach you more about mindset, entrepreneurship, content marketing, branding, or podcasting. You can join the Mindset Nation community at mindsethorizon.com forward slash mindset nation. Once again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash mindset nation, or simply go to our website, mindsethorizon.com. And in the main menu on the top of the site, you will find a button that says mindset nation. And there you can join the global community of like-minded listeners. I'm super excited to welcome you and connect with you in the Facebook group. And until then, be limitless, my friend. As a mission and impact-driven entrepreneur, thought leader, visionary, and changemaker, have you ever thought of increasing your online visibility, building credibility, and scaling your impact and business by starting your own podcast? If you've answered this question with hell yeah, now this is your chance. According to Edison Research in the US, podcasting is one of the fastest growing medium. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, build credibility and scale your impact and business, I have good news for you. I provide one-on-one mentoring and group coaching programs where I teach how to start your own epic podcast from scratch, build credibility and scale your online presence and business. You can read more about these services at mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast mentoring. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast mentoring. On top of all that, I provide a 30-minute free discovery call where we can see if podcasting is something that can help you scale your brand and business. You can book a free discovery call with me at mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. Or simply shoot me an email at tibor at mindsethorizon.com. That's T-I-B-O-R, tibor at mindsethorizon.com. So Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's get back to today's mindset transforming conversation. From the mindset, you have to get into the mentality that you need to be focused on high level tasks. You need to be focused on picking something up, turning it into a system, hiring Mm -hmm. someone, teaching them how to do that system, passing it off your plate, delegating it, and then picking up a new system. And if you get into that mentality, that's how you scale. I also want to kind of dive into what I think is probably one of the biggest mistakes that that people make, and that's not onboarding your virtual assistant. So we have what's called our sick method, which we teach it at outsource school called schedule or for schedule issues, communication and culture. And 
in between the interviewing and the training, we have a step where we go through these things with the VA. We go through their schedule, their other client schedule and total hours. We go through different types of issues that people have with VAs like personal, internet, computer, power, weather. And we make sure that they don't have these issues often. They have a backup plan. They know how to, how to communicate. We go through how, communication, which is how what tools we use, how we communicate in our company, make sure that they're okay using those tools. And then we go over culture, which is incredibly important in understanding what your culture is. And we teach you how to do that. And this is a 20 to 30 minute conversation, but it, can, it will save you so much hassle down the line. And, and people that skip this step, they're the ones that run into all these issues with the VA having personal issues or the VA having not being able to work enough hours or, or whatever it is. And by spending a little extra time up front and having a very systemized approach to it, you have something to not only avoid those issues, but hold the VA accountable down the line. So if they have a power issue and they told you they have a backup generator, you have a screenshot where you already had this conversation and you can hold them accountable rather than trying to remember a, a conversation from months ago, or maybe you didn't even have that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so you share the systems and processes, you know, interviewing, onboarding, training, and managing. And so sometimes the process can be daunting when you don't see how or what it will look like, you know, hiring virtual assistant, I guess. And then outsource school or cracking the VA code can actually help a lot with those processes, which is great because then it's it's a step-by-step process. I think sometimes it's daunting to think about, okay, now I need to hire someone, teach them, onboard them, teach them. How am I going to teach them? So would you share some of some of the tips, tools, and and strategies in those areas? Like, you know, just some ideas when it comes to interviewing, onboarding, or training, maybe some insights. Yeah. So let's talk about training. And, and this is there's two parts of training that that I think are incredibly important. The, the mm-hmm. first is valuing your time at the highest possible level. So many entrepreneurs, they'll hire a VA and they'll do one-on-one training, let's say for the first week. And then at the end of the week, let's say the VA is not really picking it up, but then the entrepreneur is in a tough position because they've already invested a week of their time. They can either fire that VA and start over and they'll never get that week back, or maybe they invest a second week and then, then they're two weeks in and they're committed. And, and so it's a, it's a much better, a much better approach is to have a really good SOP, which I'll talk about in a minute, but to give them the SOP Give them a day, a week, depending on how long your SOP is. Pay them for their time. Have them just study it. Have them just ask questions. You and your team can be there to support them, but it doesn't take up any of your time. And you'd much rather you want to value your time over money. Mm. So at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the hour, whatever it is, test them on the SOP. And if they don't get it, if they if they're not really understanding it, no big deal. Pay them for their time. Move on. You didn't invest any of your time. Find someone else. If they get eighty percent mm. of it then do one-on-one training with them, get them that last 20%. And that's a much, much better way to protect your investment. Now Mm. with SOPs, and we just launched this new SOP building software at Outsource School that that all our members get free access to, but we teach you to break it down into three parts, the why, the steps, and the important reminders. The why at the beginning of the SOP is incredibly important. You want to tell them how the task that they're doing impacts the big picture, what success and what failure looks like. Hey, the last three VAs didn't work out for 
XYZ reasons. This is what we're looking for. Um, you want to go into how this VA is going to fit into the long-term picture of the business. So before they even get started on the steps, they understand the why. Then you dive into step one, two, three, A, B, C, and then take all the important reminders and put them at the bottom. Don't hide them in these different steps because the VA might mm-hmm. miss it and then you'll get frustrated. For my VA that does my emails, the important reminders are, are something like, hey, if my accountant emails me, if my lawyer emails me, don't respond to those emails. And it's important. It's right at the bottom. And that's exactly uh, the, the format that's going to make SOP so much easier to teach other people and save you a lot of time. Wow. Wow. That's really, really valuable. Thank you so much for sharing that. A couple of question, questions come to my mind. First question is, do you have people with finding the right VAs? Like, do you have a, you know, community where you can connect people with VAs or other, you know, virtual stuff? Yeah. I mean, in terms of actually getting the VAs, I, I don't own FreeUp anymore, but I have a great relationship with the new owners. We hire from FreeUp. So I recommend the FreeUp marketplace for hiring VAs for our members. Mm-hmm. We introduce them to a rep there and you don't have to use FreeUp if you use Outsource School, but we actually give you a $50 credit with your membership to to try them out if you want to. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of actually getting the VAs, I mean, we teach you how to create a good job posting and how to interview them and how to onboard them and train them. And mm. that applies whether you go to FreeUp or Upwork or a Facebook group or you get a referral from another VA, it's still the same process, um, but yeah. you can use FreeUp if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And for those entrepreneurs who might be wondering how much it costs, like they might be thinking, I'm not sure if I can afford this. I'm not sure if I can, let's say, afford a VA, just one person, right? Like, what would you, what would you tell them? How much, how much does it cost? For a VA, uh, five to 10 bucks an hour. For most tasks, you're going to be in that five to $7 an hour range. Sure that you might get a VA for three or four. Sure, some might be more expensive, but in that five to eight, five to 10 mm-hmm. is usually a pretty good range. Wow, wow, that's awesome. At Outsource School, you also have other uh, things available. I wanted to pick one. It's, a, it's the podcast outreach formula. So why is it uh, so important to, to have this as entrepreneurs? Maybe you can go a little bit deeper into content marketing that you mentioned in the beginning about using organic marketing to scale your business. Yeah. So we have this organic marketing blueprint that is really how we scaled free up. I mean, we, we grew it from a $5,000 investment to over $12 yeah. million a year uh, without wow. any wow. paid ads. Like we, we did it all organically. Crazy. And so the, the foundation of it is having an affiliate program. And then other parts of it are consistently putting out content, having a partnership program where you work with other people in the space and do content swaps and people that have the same type of audience and you send people to them and vice versa. Then you've got networking with other entrepreneurs. I do that every single day. Then you've got going after influencers, which we teach in our lead generation formula course, Um, and then podcasts. And podcasts, to me, if you're not going on a podcast a week at least, you're really missing out. I go on a podcast every single day. I used to even do more than one a day. Now I limit myself to to one a day. And so with podcasts, it's great for networking and meeting hosts who are usually big players in your space that you want to connect with. It's good for getting in front of thousands of your ideal audience at once. It's good for uh, backlinks and SEO. If you Google my name or you Google free up or you Google outsource school, you're going to see all these different websites with, with us on it because I've been on all these podcasts. 
And lastly, it's got a snowballing effect where people will hear you on podcasts. You can use that to get on bigger podcasts. You can use it to do virtual summits and more lives or guest speaking opportunities or, or whatever it is. And so podcasts are such a great tool. Most of them are free. There's sponsorships. There's some podcasts you pay for, but for the most part, I do free podcasts. And at first, I was doing a lot of research on podcasts and spending hours every day trying to find podcasts in my space. And I obviously learned a lot from doing that. But we created a system that we now teach in the podcast outreach formula, which you can buy separately or it's included in the membership if you become a member, where your VA does the research for you. And we help you figure out the exact criteria for podcasts you're looking for. We teach you a few different ways to have the VAs actually do the process. There's a video in there you can actually give to your virtual assistant and have them just learn from the video so you don't even have to spend as much time teaching them. And the goal is you wake up every day to a list of podcasts from your virtual assistant that you can quickly review, send some pitches, or have your VA send pitches if you prefer that. I personally like to, to send the pitches myself, but that's just me. And then you just show up to the podcast. You can even have a VA that wow. schedules the podcast for you, which we actually teach in a different playbook um, called the, the calendar management playbook. And, and when the, someone responds to, to your pitch saying, hey, I'd love to have you, have your VA book it for you and put on your calendar and tell them, hey, I want one podcast a day or whatever your criteria is. And then you show up and then your VA sends a post podcast email afterwards. So everything that we teach at Outsource School is about you doing 10%. You show up, you maybe do the phone call for the partnership, you do the mm. phone call with the influencer, whatever it is, but the VA does the, the other 90%. They do all the front stuff and the after stuff as well. Wow, that's amazing. So first and foremost, uh, there are a lot of benefits of podcasting. So it's a great medium. I, I don't know, based on your experiences, like, do you see any other medium as powerful as podcasting today? I mean, the thing about that question is it's always changing, right? And and so yeah. what we try to do at Outdoor School is avoid like tactics that just might not work in a month. <laughs> Podcasting yeah. is, is something that I, I firmly believe it's here to stay. I think it, it's a big part of, of every industry. And it doesn't matter what you're selling. If you're selling water bottles, go find some yeah. hiking podcasts that and get yeah. on those and, and talk about your water bottles. I mean, you, you can literally niche down to any product or service you're selling and find a mm. relevant audience for you. It's free. People are listening to podcasts more and more all the time, more and more downloads. So it, it's so great. And, and even if you're not landing customers, like I said, it's great for backlinks. It's great for networking. It's got that snowballing effect. You should be going on a podcast every single week. Yeah. So guys, if you don't have a podcast right now, you should start one right now or be on other podcasts. And it's one of the best ways to grow your podcast as well. So you can, as you mentioned, you can tap into others' audiences and then either you're trying to grow your brand or um, uh, generate more leads, tap into your target audiences. Like this is a great way to to do that. And you have this lead generation formula as well. Would you talk to us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So lead generation, it's funny. With our Amazon business, we started off reaching out to manufacturers and we created this lead generation process. And we yeah. eventually worked with over 300 manufacturers on our Amazon business. And when we started free up, we did the exact same thing. We started off getting our initial clients through cold email. And some of our biggest clients, clients that spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on free up through the four years that I was there, came from these cold emails and having a VA do research. And so 
In this course, we teach you how to figure out your customer avatar, how to teach your VA, and we give you a few different methods to, to find their contact information. And then we even give you some of our sales scripts that you can tweak and, and make your own. And, and it's not, it might not be the main way that you get clients, but it can run in the background and it's so affordable. The average VA is five bucks an hour. Lead generation, you might even be able to pay less because it's a much easier task. But mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. five hours a week, so 25 bucks a week, you have lead generation running in the background of your business. And everything wow. we teach is just one part of the equation. So if you're doing podcasts one a week and then you're, you have an affiliate program and then you, let's say you do our partnership playbook, which is another playbook we have, and you form one new partnership a week and then you do lead generation in the background, like all this stuff over time leads to more and more business for you. And you can use lead generation to go after specific clients or customers. You can use it to get on podcasts. You can use it to find influencers. Like you can use these, this formula in so many different ways, depending on what you want to do for your business. Yeah. Wow. That's so awesome. Podcast outreach formula and lead generation formula, both automated. That's like the dream, right? Right. (laughs) Content marketing and then lead generation. So as we are coming to the end of this episode, I wanted to uh, mention that you have a free giveaway for the listeners. Uh, it's the VA calculator that they can download. So would you share this with us? Yeah. So we have a bunch of free tools on the Outsource School site. First of all, we have a free trial. You can sign up and get the first five modules of cracking the VA code. We have this VA calculator so you can figure out exactly mm. how many VAs you can afford right now. We also have a case study where you can see the exact VA hires we make in year one, two, three, and four before as we grew and eventually sold free up. So a bunch of free stuff on the website, but the VA calculator has been very popular. You plug in information in your business and how aggressive or how conservative you want to be. And it'll tell you, hey, you can afford two full-time VAs or one part-time VA for 10 hours a week. And that's so important before you even get started with the interviewing, the onboarding, the training, and the managing. Wow, that's so awesome. That's actually uh, that actually answers one of my questions, how much it costs. So you can use this to to see if, if it's affordable right now. So that's awesome. And um, I usually ask my guests about book recommendations, you know, based on your incredible entrepreneurial journey. I would suppose there were some books that had an impact on your mindset, maybe um you know, change your life in some way, what would you recommend to the listeners? A book I'm reading right now that I, I recommend is called Profit First, which is great for someone to, to understand the, the numbers of their business more and to really make sure that they're setting aside money for themselves and budgeting accordingly. But in terms of mindset, my, one of my favorite books that I read years ago is Start With Why. Um, and it really wow. puts into perspective, like you have to have a, a why, a passion for your business. I mean, Selling baby products was a great first start, but I wasn't passionate about baby products back then, and I'm still not passionate yeah. about baby products now. So r- running free up, I get to help clients and help freelancers and help VAs. And with Outsource School, we donate 3% of all our sales to our favorite charity, Teach for the Philippines, and we get to help entrepreneurs scale and grow their business. And the, the understanding what our why is has been a big transition for, for me um, being an entrepreneur. Yeah, wow. That's so important. I love that book too. And and why is important. So I always ask myself, why do I do what I do? <laughs> always on a daily basis, just checking in, uh, and then and then you know uh, I just have it in my mind. And so before I ask my last question, uh, please tell the listeners where they can find you online and learn more about you. 
Yeah, so I'm one of the easiest people to contact online. Uh, Nathan Hirsch on Facebook or LinkedIn, Real Nate Hirsch on Instagram or Twitter. Check out Outshore School. You can join our newsletter. You can sign up for a free trial. You can join our VA calculator. You can reach out to me or, or, or our support if you have any questions. And I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thank you so much. The links are going to be in the show notes uh, and available on our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. And my last question is, what is your future vision, let's say a business vision for the future? I mean, we want to have the best SOP building software on, on the market um, that's simple, that connects with all the other tools we use. We don't want to get into task management or anything like that. So it'll connect with Slack, connect with Trello. Um, and then the, the membership side, I mean, we want to continue giving out these different playbooks mm -hmm. and courses. And we eventually want to bring in other experts to to, to give us playbooks and courses that add value to our membership. So really adding as much value as possible for our members and growing that side with that software component as well. Wow, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing, Nathan. And thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.